when you see my, you'll see the live button. If you scroll on the page, you should be able to see me with a live button on the upper left-hand corner. It says red, a red button that says live. Red button that says live. Okay, go under the video. Like, if you keep scrolling down, you'll see videos. And you'll see one where you just see kind of his mouth on a black shirt, and it says the word live in the top left corner. Correct. Okay. Uh, see, I got last week. Wait a minute. Okay, I, can, I got all the videos. So just scroll down the videos. Well, it should be showing up. Refresh your page, maybe. Like, go out and come back in. Uh, let's see. Okay. David Fry is on. Back in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's... Yeah, you'll see his face. It says, Live Stream Sunday School at Akron Alliance Fellowship Church. Live. At the top okay. left. It's a so little red button. To, now I'm back on... Uh, Okay, um, okay, I'm, I went all the way out, and I'm going back in with his Avalon Fellowship home Facebook. I'm back out with that, so I'm, I'm right. going to click on it. Okay. Now keep I'm scrolling down. Okay, I'm back onto that. Now it says on the side, it says, uh, should I go to, it says home, post, reviews, videos. Go, scroll down, just scroll post. down on the page. Post. Scroll down the page. Yeah, post. Okay, okay, I got Melvin in a black shirt. That's black me. Shirt. Just yes. click on that and you're live. You're with us live. Yep. Click on that. Okay. Click on the live button. Well, just click, yeah, anywhere on there. You should be able to get on. Okay. Okie doke. All right. You're I've got, th I got three online, so it looks like you're in. I'm on. You're watching a live video. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, um, I see you. Okay. All right. Take care. Okay, bye. Uh, bye. Yeah, there's a delay, see, so that's why. There is a delay. Uh, Roscoe's on. Lee Holmes is on. I just said hi, everyone. Okay, great. Thank you. I'll let you take care of all that. Thank you. I have to make sure I have my morning coffee just like any other day. A day without coffee is a day without sunshine. <laughs> Yesterday we went out and we were we get our typical first watch breakfast. You know, they have it set up now where you can just pay for it online and go and pick it up. We went by Starbucks. And the Starbucks restaurant was closed, of all things. And they were serving people as, you know, recently as earlier in the week, but I think for whatever reason they closed. Now, I don't know if they closed because typically when a restaurant closes or an establishment closes down that's been open even during the pandemic, it might mean that the one of their employees might have gotten sick and maybe got the virus. So we don't know if that's the case or not. <clears throat> we didn't go and investigate it, but the reality is is that there are so many changes taking place right now that we're all having to deal with, and 
and reckon with. And the theme of today's Sunday school class is that, of course, we're going to celebrate the fact that Jesus is indeed risen. But today's situation with all the changes should be a very stark reminder that these are serious times we're living in. And it's going to require us to be serious about who we are in Christ, what we're doing in Christ, and how we are functioning. So if you can um, bear with me as I go through those subjects uh, during our Sunday school lesson, I would appreciate that. And I want to also remind people who are early getting on, we will be providing uh, Pastor Gus's video message after today's live stream. Um, And it will be a message about the resurrection. So it'll be very timely as far as Easter is concerned as well, too. Um, we, um, Gus has done three videos in the course of about a week, which is really fantastic as far as um, getting us as a church, you know, this top opportunity that we've had to now do these broadcasts and also provide video. We are in a new territory when it comes to communication with our church family. And if there are people, I'm just going to put this out there, if there are people that you know who are not able to get online or to be able to, um, perhaps they have Wi-Fi, but for whatever reason they're not able to get online, we need to think about those individuals and make sure that they are connected as much as possible. Um, That way we can uh, make sure they're able to get online if they have to. I think that's what's very important here as well, too. Because in a situation like this, if we can't go to church, if there's something that happens where, um, you know, there's a neutron bomb that goes off or something, that we'll be prepared to at least gather together, at least virtually or electronically, if that's at all possible. So we just need to be prepared, pardon me, uh, for those issues as they come up and clear my throat. So... Uh, We will be starting at 10 o'clock. We're a little early right now for people to allow them to get on and be ready to uh, kick this thing off. Um, So I appreciate everyone being here and everyone participating. Um, There's Lynn. (laughs) And there's Lynn. Um, Thanks for adjusting the lighting. That was a little bit of glare, so it takes care of that. when we uh, do the video, when, when you look at Pastor Gus's video later on, we'll, we'll talk to him about lighting, too, because he's in a dark, he did it at night in a dark room. So uh, um, we'll make sure that we'll let him know about making sure that the proper lighting is in place when you do it, though. You can still see him, but you can tell he's in the dark. Um, I didn't want him to look like, if you remember, those of you who remember the old Goulardi days, uh, Goulardi was in a, had a dark background, and he had a light that shined up from under his chin, and so it would give a shadowy effect, uh, looking like he was a, a ghoul or something like that. So I want to make sure that we don't have our pastor look like that when he does his videos again, so um, for those who remember those things. Um, <laughs> Nate Riles on the line, Las Vegas, Nevada, right on. Um, thanks for being here today. Um, Appreciate you getting up early too, because I know it's seven. It's before seven o'clock, uh, Pacific Daylight Time. Um, so we appreciate that very much. We'll see if Heather is able to jump on or not. 
Heather, of course, is in Cambodia, and uh, she has the ability to get online and, and see us as well, too, when we do these things. Um, I'll save my announcements for 10 o'clock <clears throat> before we get started. It will be a abbreviated Sunday school, and we have a treat for everyone in reference to the um, music aspect of this program, which will be later on. Uh, we'll actually have some music to present as well, too, from Vic. And I think Liz is in the background, too, in the music as well, too. So so we'll, we'll do that as well. So we're about two minutes from going live here. Oh, boy. Time flies when you're having fun. Good morning, Nate. Elise Fambro is watching, and uh, I know I said Roscoe earlier. I know Deb's in here somewhere. Lee Holmes. Lee Holmes is on. Oh, Lee Holmes is on. Hi, Lee. Where you been? Mark, the Smith family's on. The Smith family is on. Um, Mark Smith, well, just the Smith family. I don't know who that would be. Who's using what material? Who's using the... You said the Smith family. Yeah, it says Mark Smith Jr. Oh, Mark Smith Jr. Oh, Mark Smith Jr. is online. Okay. But that means everybody. Oh, that's everyone. Okay. Sure. They might be all watching live. There I see. Go. Got you covered. Okay. Very good. This um, pandemic has forced people to change how they behave. Um well, that's, a, that's kind of a monologue I'm starting right now. Uh, good morning, Beverly. Beverly is here. Uh, thanks for being here this morning. It is a great day. And uh, it's a great day to be alive. And as you said, Anne is on too? Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to let my moderator, uh, Ms. Lynn Gaines, take care of saying hello to people while I do all the, the talking, which is what I normally do. And now we're going to get started. It is officially 10 a.m. Sunday, April the 12th. Welcome to Akron Alliance Fellowship Church's Sunday School live stream event. We appreciate you being here this morning. Um, I do want to mention a couple of things that are going to be taking place during this program as well as what follows this program. And also mention something about next week as well, too. Um, first, as far as today's program, we will be doing Sunday School first. We will um, also be uh, uh, having a video uh, message from Vic and Liz for music, which will close out this segment of the program because it is Easter Sunday. And I know Vic reached out to me and was very convicted about doing something because today was Easter Sunday and also having music uh, take place. And um, we wanted to make sure that that was presented at the end of this program. Mm -hmm. we, we've got a schedule to go in from 10 to 1045. It's going to be kind of a rough uh, time frame there. It depends upon how quickly things go. Good morning, Liz. Um, also, we wanted to mention, too, that it's very important for everyone to remember to continue to give to the church. We, we don't want to 
uh, allow this time where we stop giving. The church still has to pay bills. And so we want to make sure that even if you're not working or if, you're, if you have a budget uh, concern, the Lord's going to stretch whatever dollars are given. Um, that's the way to look at it. Pardon me? Tell them you're out. Oh, you're out. Oh, I can tell them that. Okay. Yeah, my my uh, my wife uh, Lynn, she got furloughed uh, for 60 days um, at her job, so she is not uh, getting a paycheck from American Greetings at this time, um, and because that's just the nature of how things are going right now. So she is scheduled to go back to work uh, on June the 8th. That's a little ways away. But having said that. Um, it does remind you the importance of planning for instances like this. If you are in the position to plan for these things and find a way to put some money aside or do some things, uh, now's the time to get serious about stuff like this because if if I were a betting man, and I'm not, but I just know that we're going to live – we live in times where you need to be prepared for things to happen. We are living in the end times. I'll talk about that a little bit more too as we get further into today. So be prepared, but – if you're able to give something um, to the church right now, please do. Please, um, it's five dollars, ten dollars, it's whatever you can afford. Um, let the Lord take care of stretching the money where it needs to go. But uh, the church is still operating the daycare. They're still operating the building. They're still running the heat. Still running the um, all the utilities involved with that. So we appreciate you remembering to give. Um, and as a reminder, every Sunday. Uh, from 12 to 12:30, 12 uh, the church uh, is open for just dropping off your uh, offering money. So please remember that as well today. That is uh, what's happening. Next week, next week we will probably not have Sunday school because we're going to have um, a service in the church parking lot from your cars. We, um, we're going to be meeting together on Sunday at the church at 11 o'clock um, for a message. And you can either stay in your car uh, or you can get out and just practice the social distancing um, at that time. And uh, we have it. It's not weather permitting. We, the assumption is, is that we're going to be able to do this thing. So, so plan on that for next Sunday uh, for those who are in the Akron area and you can participate if there is a way that I can broadcast that, um, I'm going to try and do, give it a shot. Um, that's we're, it's something that now that we've gone this route of broadcasting, we're going to try and see what we can do. If it means I take my phone with me and uh, do the virtual uh, live streaming of that. Several churches have done this thing. This is a this is a thing that's kind of taken off now. There are churches that are actually live streaming these types of services. So we're going to try and give that a shot next week as well, too. So you won't be left out, those who are involved, uh, who are not in town. We'll try to have you involved with that, too. So we'll make sure we'll have proper advance notice and all of those things as well. Okay. So, and if you're in need, uh, if you if you need something, if you're a church member who's online right now, and if you need something, please call the church. Please contact us and let us know what you need. We've tried to make that announcement um, before we want to make sure that you're uh, if you have something that you're in need of please contact the church by either telephone um, 330-376-4654 uh, or send an email akronalliance at gmail.com and let us know what you need and we will do everything we can to try to 
do those very things. So uh, to get get what you need. Okay. Let's start Sunday school. Amen. Let's go with. Um, first of all, we're going to be doing a reading and a passage from Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians, uh, and we're going to be looking at chapter three, um, verses one through eighteen. So we're going to be doing Second Thessalonians, uh, chapter three, verses one through eighteen. What you've learned from these past few days and a few weeks now, a couple three weeks, uh, we live in serious times. We are battling an enemy, a spiritual enemy. Uh, you may have heard the term silent enemy, but we are battling uh, a group or a group of people or a group of things or issues, um, which frankly can be all categorized as spiritual warfare. We're in spiritual warfare. We Satan would like nothing better than to see uh, his people derailed and put aside. And I had mentioned last week when we were in 1 Thessalonians that we would probably be dwelling with 2 Thessalonians now. And so that's where we are today. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, mm-hmm. verses 1 through 18. <clears throat> what I'm going to do is I'm going to read uh, the passage, the entire passage, and we'll come back to points to cover. Um, 2 Thessalonians 3, verses 1 through 18. So those of you who have your your Bibles and your electronic devices, please follow along. Uh, I'm going to be reading from uh, the New Living Translation. Please follow along in your version, and let's get started. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask you to pray for us. Remember that. Pray that the Lord's message will spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes, just as when it came to you. Pray, too, that we will be rescued from wicked and evil people. For not everyone is a believer. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And we are confident in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things that we commanded you. May the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we give you this command in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay away from all believers who live idle lives and don't follow the tradition they received from us. For you know that you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night so we would not be a burden to any of you. We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us, but we wanted to give you an example to follow. Even while we were with you, we gave you this command, those unwilling to work will not get to eat. Verse 11, yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We command such people and urge them in the name of our Lord, name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn their own living. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter. Stay away from them so they will be ashamed. Don't think of them as enemies, but warn them as you would a brother or sister. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times and in every situation 
The Lord be with you all. Verse 17, here is my greeting in my own handwriting, Paul. I do this in all my letters to prove they are from me. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Okay, let's go back up to the top and dissect this a little bit as we look at what is being written here. First of all, it is great. The, the title of this particular area of passages is Living in the Light of Christ's Return. Now, we know, uh, because we're celebrating Easter today, that we are celebrating a risen Savior. And we know that he is indeed risen, and we can rejoice in that. But we also know, based upon his word, that he is going to uh, come back once again. Hi, Heather. Uh, thanks for being on with us. Um, and we're just getting started. So we are now learning how to live in the light of Christ's return. Uh, we know that there are some things that we should be doing as we live to recognize and anticipate Jesus' return uh, when all of this is going to be done. When I mentioned earlier about getting serious, that's exactly what we need to be doing as believers, getting serious. Now, there are people who dance on the outside, talk about, well, I'm going to follow the Lord today, and I'm going to live as a saint today and do something else another day, which we all know is not right. We know that it's inconsistent. Um, we know that we need to be living and being serious about who we are and where we are, especially in times like this. The last few weeks has been a really stark reminder that we live in serious times. And we need to take our faith seriously, our walk with Jesus seriously. And this letter, this closeout letter in Second Thessalonians that Paul is giving to the Thessalonians is a reminder of that. Nothing that happens is random. These things that are occurring today are all occurring because God is allowing these things to happen. And I dare say he's allowing these things to happen to get believers to pay close attention to what they're doing. He certainly is alerting people who are non-believers that they need to get serious about where they are too. And there are literally right now hundreds of different programs on the air right now, either on TV or on the internet, that are talking about church and faith. Now, we're doing Sunday school right now because, frankly, we need to be in the Word, and we need to look at what the Word says and not pontificate, uh, per se. So the Word is the key here. So let's go back to the top. What do I mean about being serious? In verses 1 through 3, finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask you to pray for us. Probably the most important thing we can do is pray. Prayer is something that we need to be doing all the time anyway. And the fact that the first thing that comes out of Paul's lips here is about prayer. Prayer is so key today. And there's no limit to what you can pray about. You're certainly praying for your own covering, your own safety. You're praying for your family members. You're praying for your friends. You're praying for your coworkers, people that you're involved with. You know, I, I work with a team of people online. We've been online working uh, all by computer for the last three weeks. And it's a challenge when you're doing that because I have a team of six people who report to me and we are communicating online together and coordinating things. And that's a real challenge. And one of the things that I need to be doing and making sure that I'm doing is praying for each and every one of them. Because not every one of them is doing great. They're doing okay some are managing the situation better than others, 
but some can get depressed. You may have seen some stories, too, about how individuals, because they're cooped up at home all the time now, that domestic violence cases have actually shot up because people are unnerved by what is occurring. We need to be praying right now for this particular day and age, for this situation. Prayer is key. So back in where it says, pray that the Lord's message will will spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes, just as when it came to you. So he's asking the Thessalonians to pray that the message of Jesus Christ be conveyed and be received. And that's very important, too. And look at verse 2. Pray, too, that we will be rescued from a wicked and evil people. For not everyone is a believer. And that's a big amen. We have people who operate certainly in the faith, but we also have people who operate in the flesh. And whether it's good times or bad, we're going to have the same thing. People operating in the flesh uh, as well as in the faith. We need to be praying for those individuals and being reminded of those very things as well, too. The times today warrant us praying on a regular basis we have to pray we have to be in prayer and look at verse three but the lord is faithful he will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one how many of you can say a big amen and say that the lord has protected you and guarded you from all of the evil that has taken place this is something that we all can say amen and amen over and over again We are praying every day for a covering over our household, as well as a covering over my dad, where he is in Florida, and the household there. Uh, My mom, she's in assisted living in Cleveland Heights, praying for a covering over her. And by the way, there's no one in her facility uh, where she's at that has COVID-19. What a blessing. It's something that we are paying close attention to, and the people there are paying close attention to what's going on, too. And we also have um, uh, my kids, the grandkids all over. We're praying for them every day. Pray every day for all your family members and, and say praise the Lord for his protection. So the thing that we need to make sure about when we're talking about being serious, beneath the surface of the routine of daily life, there is a fierce struggle that we're all in. And that struggle is that spiritual warfare is taking place. We're in spiritual warfare. COVID-19 is basically a window dressing for spiritual warfare that we're all in. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be the bubonic plague. It could be anything that's taking place right now. But spiritual warfare is taking place. And we need to recognize that this is a challenge to our faith. It's a challenge for all of us. Our main defense is always going to be prayer to God. God's going to protect us from the evil one, and he's going to strengthen us. And that's what those first three verses in this passage talk about. So go real quick, if you don't mind, to Ephesians. Uh, Put your finger virtually wherever you are. Go to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 19. You can't read Ephesians 6 too often. You can't read it too often. You can't look at this passage too much because it's really important for you to see exactly what God provides for you 
in the midst of spiritual warfare and for you to rely upon this very thing. That's what we need to see. So we're going to look real quick at Ephesians 6, uh, chapter 10, or pardon me, chapter 6, verses 10 through 19. I have to always slow myself down because my mind sometimes goes faster than my mouth. So uh, bear with me as I do that. So starting at verse 10 of Ephesians 6, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers. Listen to this. The rulers against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Sometimes it's just a matter of standing firm, not retreating, but just standing in place, praying and allowing the Lord to provide a path for you that you can advance. But sometimes it's just a matter, no matter how you're feeling or what's going on, in just standing firm. Stand firm. Verse 14. Stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and shoes for your feet having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace. Being able to read that word. And in all circumstances take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Thank goodness for that shield. We know that we are being attacked on a regular basis. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit. Notice again, prayer is emphasized. With all prayer and supplication, those petitions that you're making about your life. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making a supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. And I'll just tack on the last verse, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. We need to be prepared. We're in the midst of taking this whole thing very seriously now. It's serious business. Serious business. Just go, you know, Anne, she said she lost the feet. Okay. Um, So all I can tell you is that if we're serious, we're praying. Serious business. So we read about the spiritual warfare that we're dealing with in Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 19. So we have some guidelines that can help us prepare and survive satanic attacks because we are dealing with attacks from Satan. First thing we need to look at, number one, take the threat of spiritual attacks seriously. You can't get serious unless you take everything that's happening seriously. We're in serious times, and Satan is going after his people. Now, we're trying to overcome the fact that we can't go to church by doing what we're doing right now. And hundreds of other churches are doing the same thing. They're getting online. And they're going and broadcasting either on Facebook or on their own feeds 
or even with television programs for Easter. We're dealing with these attacks by being aggressive. We need to make sure that we're serious about dealing with these attacks. The second thing we need to do is pray for strength and help from God. Can't overemphasize prayer. Pray for strength and for help from God in whatever you need help with. You all, we all need help. There's none of us here that doesn't need help. We all need encouragement. We all need to be reinforced. We need our spouses to lift each other up. We need to go to people and talk to them. We need to know that we have places we can go and speak. We have to understand that we need to be prayerful for all those people we know too who don't have people to speak to and reach out to them and say hello to them and check on them and find out how they're doing. So please remember that in the weeks ahead until this pandemic finally does kind of die down. The third thing we need to be doing is studying the Bible to recognize Satan's style and tactics. Now we kind of saw in Ephesians what his tactics are. He comes after us and takes advantage of our weakness. When we get weak, we're going to have trouble. And we need to rely upon him, God, to strengthen us because we're being attacked. It's very, very important for us to recognize that. So, and how do we know about Satan's style and tactics? You had to be reading his word. You had to be reading God's word. That's very, very important. Isaiah 41 Verses 10 through 11 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. You have to live that way and know that God is there to help you at any given moment. And that was in Isaiah 41, verses 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. The fourth thing we need to do is associate with those people who speak the truth. Hang around with people who know truth. Hang around with people who can help each other. Hang around with people who are strong in the faith and lean on them. You are not an island. You have people in the faith who can help you. You have people who are ready to jump out and help you. The elders of our church are ready to help. The elders of our church are ready to speak to you as well, too. Right, Roscoe? Because I know he's online. Mm -hmm. They're ready to speak to you if you have an issue or something going on. That's why we said that earlier about making sure you reach out to us if you need something. You don't need to sit and suffer unnecessarily. If you're suffering unnecessarily, you're doing so, believe it or not, with pride. You shouldn't do that. You should put aside all pride and allow people to help you who are willing to help you. And the fifth thing we need to do is practice what you're taught by sound spiritual leadership. Practice what you're being told by people who are in leadership in our church. People who are preaching, people who are speaking about God's word, God's truth. Put it into practice. We're not just Sunday Christians. We're everyday Christians. So what we hear about on Sunday should not just be one day a week. It should be happening at all times. 
So put that into practice. Now, we need to understand, too, that as we go further on in the passage, going back to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, we're telling people, especially in verse 6, about staying away, stay away from all believers who live idle lives. Now, there are some things that we need to understand about believers. We have different types of believers. There are people who believe very strongly in the faith, but there are people who kind of skirt the faith. And what do I mean by that? They may be believers, but they're not strong, and we need to be reinforced by people who are strong in the faith. And we can reach out to others and help those who may not be as strong in the faith, but we aren't going to live in the same way that they're living. That's what we need to understand, too. We're going to be living in such a way where we are being able to teach them, and we have information to teach them through God's Word, but we are not living in such a way where... We are allowing them to teach us if they're living in a way that is not conducive to the proper fellowship with Jesus Christ. That was a lot of words there, but I think you get what I'm talking about. We're going to instruct them. They're not going to teach us. If they're living idle lives, we're not going to emulate what they're doing. That's what's being taught here by Paul to the Thessalonians. And it says in verse 7, For you know that you ought to imitate us, meaning Paul... And those people who are in the mission field with him, imitate them in the faith. You're not imitating those who are lesser in the faith. So he's giving that as an example. And the fact is, is that there were people who were looking forward to Christ's return, but in doing so, they were putting aside their responsibilities, thinking, well, he's going to come back any day now. Might as well just go ahead and live our life any way we want. Problem with that is, is that because you're taking that approach, because even when we look at the times today, Jesus is not coming back right now. There's a lot that has to happen right now uh, before he even returns, including reaching people that don't know the Lord. But right now, we're not just stop working. We have to keep working. We have to keep busy at what we're doing. Because if we don't keep busy, what happens? We get into sin. Idle minds, what's that saying? The idle mind is the devil's workshop. Idle hands, idle, idle mind, idle, okay. Whatever, idle. yeah, idle. Idle is the key word here. The devil's workshop. When you get idle, oh, what do I do now? What do I get myself into now? That's when we get into trouble. Well, if we're living in serious times, we need to be focused on getting busy for Jesus Christ. Getting busy for what we're doing right now and praying for others and sharing with others. That's what it says here at the end of the passage in Ephesians 6. Being prepared to speak about God's goodness. You know, the mindset of a lot of people when they go out right now and go to stores is, you know, you'll see some people with masks on, some people don't have masks on. But it's a serious time, and you can even see it in their faces. Because they know that they're going out, and they have to get things like food, milk or whatever it is and praise the lord that there's plenty of food out there it may not be every single thing you want but there's plenty of food out there you can get at the grocery store that's a real praise you know that that could be a totally different picture if we were talking about a very 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 serious situation out there you know we, we struggle getting toilet paper and the stores will have a roll here a roll there every now and then but you know what we're blessed no matter what you think about what's going on right now, we are so blessed to be able to do what we can do even right now. 
But people have serious looks on their faces. It's serious times. And so we need to take this time seriously and live in a serious manner. We still do it with a smile on our face. We still do it with the fact that we know that we are blessed beyond measure because we are celebrating a risen Savior, a risen Lord. And that's what we have to pay attention to. And that's a big amen. We have a lot of reasons to celebrate today because we have a risen Savior. So we don't get ourselves idle. We don't turn away from doing those things that are necessary because we could fall into sin. We don't want to become busybodies. What's a busybody? A busybody, hey, is a gossip. A person who talks about everybody else. And when you become a busybody, that means you're not taking care of your own business. You're talking about other people. You're getting involved in other people's business. You're getting involved and wondering what's going on. And you're saying things about them behind your back. That is nothing but sin. We have to be very, very cautious about what we say and how we say it about other people. And not put other people down, but be prayerful for people. Prayerful for person situations. Um, there's nothing worse than kicking someone when they're down. And even if they don't even know it, you know it. And God knows it if you're talking about somebody. We don't kick people when they're down. We don't talk about other people's misfortune. If anything, we should be, as believers, reaching out to those individuals and make sure that we're talking about helping those people who are down. Showing charity to those people when we're down. That's what we're reminded of here. You don't want to gossip. You don't want to commit sin. You want to be focused on what's really important. Okay. Now, uh, of course, one thing that I want to mention here is that, oh yeah, um, 2 Thessalonians is where we are, by the way, in chapter 3, verses 1 through 18, for those who are coming online. And verse 11 speaks specifically about some of us living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We command such people in verse 12 and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn a living. Now, some of us are not able to work right now. Some of us are not able to do what we want to do because we may have been furloughed. We may be off work. But that doesn't mean that you're not still working for Jesus Christ. You're still doing things. You're still working even around the house. You know, Lowe's and Home Depot uh, are seeing a surge of business right now. Do you know why? People are going to buy paint. People are doing things when they, have, they can't go to work. They can actually do stuff around the house probably for the first time in weeks and months. But they're keeping busy. They're doing what's necessary at this time. There's no such thing as just laying around and doing nothing, sitting on a couch and watching TV all day. We're doing work. Even in my wife being furloughed from her job, she actually has work to do. She's got work that she's doing with freelance as far as working and uh, putting together uh, sketches for a book. Uh, she's also doing some work with another artist, believe it or not, not an artist. Well, it's a, it's a writer, a writer in the United Kingdom um, uh, based upon characters she's done for a possible series of books. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we never know, but my, my wife will tell you she is not just sitting around and doing nothing. She's working. 
Um, she's not getting paid from American Greetings. This is additional work that she's doing. And praise the Lord that she started a process years ago to get involved in something like this so that she could actually have something to do. God knows what you need even before you need it. And he makes those provisions for us. And I would just challenge you right now in these, these difficult times that you start planning even today for the future. Don't let up on that. Don't let up at all on those things. So we need to make sure that we are supporting each other as well as supporting even our church who is uh, available for us to support other people. So praise the Lord for what he has been doing. Praise the Lord what he continues to do. And I just ask you just to watch him and study closely what God is doing right now. He is doing wonderful and amazing things. We are able to still worship. We are able to still give God praise. We're doing it online, but we're doing it from our own midst where we're seated at right now in our own homes. We're able to give him praise, lift up his name, uh, and we are just very, very thankful that we do those things. And that's the most important thing for us to remember. We would love to be in church, but the church starts with us. We are the church. And we've, I've had heard different views about this. Well, we can't come and gather like we used to and all that. Well, we got to be pragmatic about this. There are times in church history where, frankly, if you go back in the early days, we weren't able to go out in public and worship. Guess where we worshiped? In our own homes. People would be meeting in different homes and getting together and praising the Lord. That's where the church is. So I don't get all whipped up about um, First Amendment rights. I know that there are First Amendment rights, but you know what? There are going to be situations where we have to be pragmatic and know that wherever we are, the church is. We need to get together and do it. If we have to do it this way, we do it this way. If we have to do it in the church parking lot, we'll do it in the church parking lot. But we are, have to be concerned about the safety of our members, the safety of people who are out there, especially those who are older. Uh, we need to be sensitive to their health, and we need to pay attention to those things. So we will get back to a regular meeting, no question about it. But even as we wait for that time, we need to be very cognizant and understand that we can still meet. There's nothing that stops us from having prayer. Nothing that stops you from praying where you're at right now. Nothing that stops you from taking all of this very seriously and praying for our people, praying for our church, praying for everything that's going on right now, that we see a healing take place. Praise the Lord for healing taking place for those who have COVID-19 and those who don't have it. We say praises for that. We're very sorry about those people who have lost their lives. But I don't know anyone personally who has had COVID-19. Perhaps you do. I don't know if you've seen that or not. But that's a praise that through a covering, God has protected you. So there's always the good thing to look at in what's going on. So if we were look at, to summarize this, if we were looking at 2 Thessalonians, the first chapter was talking about those who are being persecuted or under pressure because of their faith. And we're under pressure. We're under pressure for sure. And that's something that 
uh, and Heather just made a really good point. She's in Cambodia right now. She's able to pray and speak, be with us right now on an international basis uh, because she's able to tune in. And what a praise that is. So I love the fact that we've had this as an international broadcast now for two weeks in a row. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do this as long as we can. We're going to keep doing that. So uh, I'll make the announcements again uh, for those who didn't hear them the first time, just to make sure you're aware of what's going on. So the first chapter was about pressure for the Thessalonians dealing with persecution. We're all dealing with persecution one way or the other. Amen? We're dealing with persecution in some form or another. And the Thessalonians were dealing with it on a regular basis. That was something that they were dealing with because they were living in a pagan society. And here you are as a Christian trying to deal with pagans. Uh, that makes it tough. The second chapter of Second Thessalonians talks about we are assured the victory. We will have a victory. We will be uh, victorious. That's one thing we need to understand. We are celebrating what today? A risen Savior. A risen Lord. We already have the victory. We already have something to look forward to. But we need to now live in such a way that we're anticipating the return of this glorious Savior. And the third chapter, which is the one we were in, was talking about living responsibly despite difficult circumstances. We're living in a time where life has changed. We don't know how much life has changed. We don't know if we can go back to the old thing or not. We, we are going to try to as much as we can. But even if it's not exactly as it was before, we're going to be living life with change and perhaps difficult circumstances. But we as believers should be ready. We should be ready. We're ready to deal with these things as they come along. And as we get older, and as all of us get older, we're dealing with not just difficult circumstances. We've got aches and pains in our bodies. We've, we've got to do things to make sure that we stay lubricated as far as movement and our backs and everything else. And, and we have to keep moving because if we don't keep moving, we're going to get stopped because our, our muscles are just not going to react very well. We've got to keep moving. So we please understand that as time goes on, we're going to have to deal with things as they come along, not just the circumstances outside our doors. We need to keep moving and make sure that we are being responsible and living responsibly in spite of difficult circumstances. Christ's return is more than a doctrine. It is a promise. It impacts how we are to live today. We need to live for Christ. Amen? That is the message for today as far as Sunday school is concerned. And, and, and Ms., Mrs. Gaines just put up something very important. I can all, do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Christ is the one who enables us. Christ is the one who gives us what we can do to complete uh, how we do it. We need to be faithful and prayerful at all times. That's what's really important here. So are you serious now about your faith? Are you serious now about how you're living? Are you serious about life in general? COVID-19 should be a wake-up call to be serious. We get reminders every day from the news about people who pass away because of this. But we also get reminders that our people who have been through it and have recovered and are recovering. And that's a praise because God is a great physician. He's a great healer. He is sovereign. And we don't understand how he always works, but we praise him for his healing power. So we need to understand that we have that protection and covering. 
We need to just rely upon Jesus Christ in everything that we do. Rely upon him. Stay focused on him. Do your daily reading. Don't let up on your daily reading. Study his word. Do not let up on that. We, of course, have on our Akron Alliance website uh, a a daily reading uh, for a two-year Bible plan. If you don't have that two-year Bible plan, if you're not on that plan, please go to our website and follow a two-year plan. That will help you to read the Bible every day. Seven to ten minutes of reading, and I would throw in another five minutes or so of meditation and prayer right afterward. That means that you have a solid 15 minutes of time that you're doing with spending with the Lord each day. And taking that word with you every day. And taking that word with you every time you think about even going outside. Because you need to be wearing your mask or doing whatever it is. You need to be praying and being with him at all times. So get serious about your faith. And this information will be available online after the broadcast is over with as well too. That you can share with others as well. Because uh, the nice thing about these videos that we're doing is that they will be online. They'll be available for review later on. In their entirety. In their entirety, right. Even before we go on officially on the air, you'll see everything. Um, I noticed that there was a question about announcements. I'll, I'll go through these one more time. Please remember to give. Please remember your offering. Please remember to speak and give, uh, pardon me, and to give uh, money um, to the church. Uh, today at 12, between 12 and 12.30, if you want to go out and drop off money at the church, you can do so. You can also mail it. You can mail your money. Uh, you just put it in the mail, and, and if you need the church address, 688 Diagonal Road, Akron, Ohio, 44320. Uh, that's the mailing address for Akron Alliance Fellowship. You're welcome to mail the payment as well, too. Don't forget the offerings each week. Um, also, next Sunday... We will be meeting as a church in the parking lot. Um, that's something that was uh, discussed with me uh, by Gus. Uh, we will be meeting in the parking lot. <clears throat> so please make a note of that. Uh, next Sunday, you have the right to the ability to stay in your car. Stay in your car and worship while the service is taking place in the parking lot. If you want to get out of your car and maintain social distancing, you can do that. Um, but we are encouraging that. And the reason why we're encouraging this is that we can gather. We're not restricted in gathering. We just need to use good common sense right now as to how we're gathering. And that's what's very, very important here. Um, so next Sunday at Akron Alliance, we will be meeting in the parking lot. And we kind of discussed this earlier in the broadcast. Um, we're going to try and live stream that. Uh, I think that's going to be a way to do that as well, too, so that people in Vegas, people in Cambodia... Uh, it's going to take place at 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock is the start time for the service next Sunday at Akron Alliance. So we hope to be able to see you and hear from you uh, during that broadcast. Um, one thing that COVID-19 has done, it's awakened us, all of us, to our technology and capabilities. And we started this live stream last week. And it looks like we're going to find ways to live stream as much as we can. Um, some aspect of our services. We are not, we don't have fancy GoPros. Uh, we don't have fancy equipment. That fancy equipment costs money. But guess what? We have an iPhone and I got a tripod and I've got my hand to hold the iPhone and we can do all of this with an iPhone. I mean, that's, that's the neat thing about this right now. We're live internationally through an iPhone. 
Um, and that's the neat thing about this. So we look forward to doing all of that um, uh, next week. We'll see how that goes. So we'll be announcing that and make sure that everyone is aware of it as well, too. Um, that is all I have for today. Stay tuned for Gus's message. message after this, but we have music. I want to make sure that we're giving you music. And uh, I, I praise the Lord for Mr. Vic Eves and also for Liz for putting together a program. Because it is Easter Sunday, we've got music for you. So what I'll be doing is I'm going to step aside here, but I'm going to be showing or broadcasting music um, for Easter Sunday. So stay online for that, and we'll let you know when the broadcast ends officially here, and you'll be prepared to be able to go and look at Gus's message. So amen to everybody. Everybody say amen, because we're going to have Vic and Liz um, put together uh, the music program here. I'm going to shine this on my other iPad so you can hear the music play and hopefully it'll be nice and loud for you. And in that, we will be able to, and we'll cut the glare here so you can see him as well, too, while he's doing that. So I'm going to go dark and we're going to tilt the camera here a little bit and allow for you to be able to see Vic uh, once we do that. So thank you for tuning in. And I would just ask you to listen. And if you want to sing along while you're there, um, because it is Easter Sunday, we'll do that right now. So I'm going to hit the button. And there's two songs. Good morning, Akron Alliance. This is uh, Resurrection Morning. And we 